Welcome to the unknown universe of the Uh-Oh Monkeys. People don't really know we started this thing from Uh-Oh Monkey. That's why we're called Uh-Oh Nick and Uh-Oh Marty, where we don't really concentrate on one thing. We just create whatever the fuck comes to mind. We're just lost individuals trying to find our way to the light. <laughs> wow, that was corny. Really? Nah, I'm just kidding. That was nice. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop being a dick. I got to stop being a dick to you, especially and just to people. We'd be nicer. Thanks, man. I really yeah, appreciate it. Shut the fuck that. up. Roll the intro music. I hear some ice in the background, and not the type of ice that is in a water cup. I hear some type of heavy ice, like you're drinking something that. Yo, don't worry about my personal life, bro. Let's worry about this fucking podcast, and like, let's get this shit done, okay? I don't even talk to you unless it's for the podcast, so shut the fuck up and talk. You need to release a nut, my guy. Sounds like you got a lot of stress in there, and I don't want you to be this way throughout the whole podcast. I don't think that's the problem. So what is the problem? There is no problem. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, man, look, we haven't done this for a while. We uploaded a podcast episode last week with Marlon, but we haven't gotten a chance to, you know, catch up on ourselves because we've been kind of away from the podcast. And it sucks, man, because now we have to get back into it. And it's always a struggle to get back on. I feel like when you get lost in the sauce, it's hard to get back on. When you get back on, like now that we already started, I feel like it's not that hard i just been like kind of trying to figure out where to take the podcast to the next level and i feel like we would need to upgrade to video form you know but that's going to require so much resource and time why resource well resource as far as like setting up a set lights all that yeah but i also feel like we could over we could be overthinking this shit because if you really think about it some of the most successful podcasts even gary v's sometimes sounds like complete horse shit but I still listen to it because some great information is just great overall. True. I see that. That's something that we've always struggled with where it's like we don't want to give the audience something unless it's high production because we, we have high standards when it comes to production because we know what good can be and what it sounds like and we know what it takes to make it good. But sometimes that can also get in our way because it, it just takes so much more of an effort. It becomes like with the podcast, we... Or not even necessarily the podcast, sometimes with skits where it's so high production and the skits are so elaborate, it becomes hard to do it on a weekly basis. So we have to almost dumb it down to make it to a single location, make it way easier so we can do this on a weekly basis. So what's your point? My point is we don't necessarily have to make it look clean as fuck, you know, as far as resources. We could do it whatever, especially if we want to get a guest, just tell them to put up their iPhone and we take that footage. Well, like the thing that I have a problem with is that I want this to be worth it. And right now, since it's only going to Apple iTunes or whatever, or Spotify, like those two places, like I don't know if it can grow from there. You know, unless our audience grows, then that audience grows. We just need to set it up in a way where we can easily execute it like we easily execute these podcasts even though these take a lot of time i do think that we can use this time and actually build something that can grow more than the platforms are currently posting this on no uh, yeah for sure especially on youtube you know just putting little segments of it besides the whole thing yeah exactly like highlights I, no, I, I definitely agree with that and the thing is is we always had the plan to make this into video but we always said the 100th episode and 
it's only natural that we get to this point we're like okay let's just we're we're ready we've been ready we could have done this shit from episode 10 if we really wanted to i really wanted to practice my speaking bro because i feel like before even starting the podcast the way i would speak would be like terrible for a video i agree you know i even went to to like two or three speech classes and honestly i forgot all that shit (laughs) (laughs) and that's why it's harder to do it for video because there's going to be a bunch of jump cuts and here you don't really notice that there's a a bunch of jump cuts well yeah it's audio you don't see it you can't physically see it you just hear it but that's why like it's also an advantage of just distributing that way because people don't see the flaws in a sense you know more of a filtered experience sometimes people want the raw stuff bro sometimes the raw stuff that performs better and it goes back to what I was saying and in, in us always wanted to make it as high production as possible. We're, we're, we're in the right steps at the end of the day. We, we got this podcast and we're only going to grow it. And it's just something that's it's good to do because we're bettering ourselves in speaking. And now that we're going to add video, that's more pressure and we're only going to get better at this thing. And I do think we're going to find another way to grow because right now it really depends on just our following from other social medias. But it's not... Right spreading through like spotify itself or apple podcast itself we have to promote that link which is like kind of limited but youtube on the other hand people are searching for shit you know and not only that but i heard that once you upload stuff to youtube people can find you not just through google but through all these other search engines like DuckDuckGo and you know fucking chrome or whatever the fuck wait chrome has a search engine doesn't it microsoft or something bing that's that's what i meant to say yeah, yeah bing for sure yeah even through bing people can find youtube results do you ever use something else besides i mean sometimes i use DuckDuckGo. i used to nowadays i didn't even install it in my new laptop Nah, i just use google honestly yeah same have you watched that new documentary that recently came out on netflix talking about social media and how we're addicted to our it's so funny i literally just created a youtube video on this like a week or two ago really and i just got to edit it and now they came out with this documentary and i was like fuck i was talking about the same shit it's awesome <laughs> hey you can still do it no yeah a hundred percent i think it's awesome that they did it that means i'm in the right track people are still going to search that type of stuff on youtube that's why i got to get it out asap because exactly. this documentary just came out in the last week or so yep that's why you can't hold on to shit you gotta put you know. it out as soon as you finish it uh hmm, i disagree with that why i mean sometimes you can craft it better you know if you're ahead of the game i think you can hold on to stuff if you're not if you haven't dropped shit then i think it's a balance almost you know you don't want to constantly keep dropping things as soon as you have it done because you don't know if it's necessarily done if you sit on it for a couple of days you just might see some things that you can really change it around and it might make a significant difference but it goes back to what you were saying you know like doing filters shit versus unfiltered shit or raw shit well yeah for sure but there's there's also when we're creating these skits especially these skits there's certain things in the edit that we might not see you know depending on how elaborate the skit is you know i'm not talking about just a simple ass skit something more along the lines of um invisible warfare that we do where it's a skit about us having guns but everything is invisible so the way that we edit that is more of an action-based sequence so it might take a little bit longer yeah i guess it's different for skits i was thinking more of like just captured moments with everything it's bounce everything it's a give or take moment with some things you gotta do a little bit more of this other things you gotta do a little bit less of these things social media is such a complicated and complex thing but it's a very profitable 
business model. And at the same time, it could be very simple. Just fucking create and put shit out. The people that put more shit out, those are the ones that benefit from all this. I also think that there's a lot of people that put a lot of stuff out, maybe post once a day or three times a week, and the content just isn't there. There's very limited amount of people that post constantly on a weekly, bi-weekly, or tri-weekly basis that I actually look at their content and I'm like, damn, that's dope. One of those people, great example is Adam W. I think he's awesome at creating great content. And we work with him all the time. We know how he operates. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times where he knows he needs to post on Saturday (laughs) and he does not have like anything. All he has is like a concept. It's Friday night and he's like, yo, I need to shoot a video at like 12 o'clock or at six in the morning. Yeah. He always calls you the day of. I'm telling you that that's just the way he operates though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that puts pressure under his ass and that makes him get it done exactly he knows he has to post he knows he has to do that so he's always moving bro so major respect to him yeah no he's making moves for sure he's doing everything right such a great example on where you can take social media yeah he was just in that fucking jb music video i was like yo is that adam (laughs) oh fuck that is adam yeah it's dope yo have you seen that that one thing that instagram is getting or not instagram netflix is getting heat for it's like a kid's show yeah it's a movie cuties i heard about it but i didn't like look into it the movie and the synopsis that they wrote on netflix along with the trailer and everything else was basically a whole bunch of young girls twerking the movie was kind of about that and then Instagram was getting heat for it because of the artwork that they used for the actual movie, along with their description of the movie. It didn't sound good at all. It sounded like some pedophile type shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? It's basically like some young girls dancing and twerking. It literally used the word twerk. But the director apparently came out because Netflix was like, yo, we didn't create this movie. So the director came out saying like, hey, you might not understand. It might seem bad. But if you actually watch the movie, you'll realize that we're all on the same side of the story, meaning that they're trying to say that this is a bad thing. So apparently this guy that I was watching uh, this video on watched the movie and he explained the movie and he was like, yo, there's nothing good about this movie absolutely nothing apparently like the girl i'm gonna explain it because i know i'm not gonna watch that shit (laughs) so it's a little girl that is growing up in a very religious home and she sees these girls outside that are called the cuties and they twerk and they dance and they battle and shit like that so she kind of becomes a rebel and joins the cuties and then eventually she becomes such a big rebel even the cuties are like girl what the fuck are you doing And in the very last dance, she ends up making the decision of letting peer pressure go and not dancing with the cuties and running back to her family. But the fact that they have so many dance sequences with so many close-ups of these girls' crotch area and all like the unnecessary stuff, it's literally unnecessary. It's like you're watching little kids in a sexual way. You know what I mean? They sexualize little kids. Literally what they're trying to represent and go against, they're doing. Yeah, bro, it's just absolutely terrible. I'm like, yo, Netflix, you guys don't realize you're pushing the envelope with this type of shit, this type of pedophilia type vibes. No, and think about like all the people their age or younger looking at that as a prime example. And not only that, bro, like think about the kids. The kid, this was filmed in France. So the kids out there 
were actually 13 years old doing these things. Oh, no. And their parents were on set. Even the, the director was like, oh, we had a psychiatrist on set. If you're already admitting to have a psychiatrist, you know this shit is going to cause them some type of effects. You're, you're fucking up these children. You're not doing something right here. You're doing something that's really bad and kind of pushing the envelope in a negative way. What about all these fires, dude? Holy crap. LA is literally on fire. LA is unbreathable right now. Not not just LA, California. Yeah, California in general. We need to get the fuck out of this place, man. Yeah, this is this is getting horrible, dude. It's not so glamorous as it used to be. Yeah, with this fucking COVID and these fires and shit. There's always fires, but the fact that now there's fires and COVID and bro, we're still in a lockdown technically. And not only that, but the fucking expenses the cost of living, the sales tax, the income tax. Oh, my mm. God. It's becoming a fucking trap. The homelessness, the fact that police officers cannot touch homeless people's property and their belongings by the law, they cannot touch it. So that means if I decide to grab all my things inside of my room and put them all outside in the sidewalk, you cannot touch my stuff. What if everybody became homeless and just started putting their tents on the sidewalk? Would it be a problem then or would they not change anything? I I don't know, bro. I honestly don't know. I don't get it because the, the thing is, is there's so much money in this state, you know? And if it was run in a different way, it would be so much better and so much more profitable. Whatever, right? That's getting into politics because we're, we're getting real close to the election. And I feel like this is when crazy shit really starts happening. Remember last time when Trump got elected where uh, there was riots? Oh, yeah. All we need right now is an alien invasion. And I've been seeing a lot of UFO sightings on Twitter. I don't know if you follow any of that, but it's been popping up left and right. Was it the CIA or NASA or FBI? I don't know. One of these secret agencies admitted that it, there was a UFO, something from out of this planet. Yeah, exactly. Officials came out and said that, and it was like no big deal. No, they're still going to reveal it. I think they're going to reveal it in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, December, January, around that time. I'm like, what? This is this is starting it, man. Yeah, I'm just scared of like the fucking mandatory vaccines, bro. I don't want that. I'm going to let you get it first, and then if you have a reaction. <laughs> On set, fucking filming something, and I just start turning into a zombie, wanting to bite your head off. Oh, my gosh, bro. Dude, did you see the cops that got shot in the freaking face in Compton? I heard about it. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with this world, man? Desperation, bro. Everybody's desperate. Look how many fucking OnlyFans account people are having now. Oh my God, OnlyFans <laughs> is great. There's so much more. So I've been learning about OnlyFans. What I did find out is, because I'm always thinking like, how the fuck are these girls getting this ridiculous amount of money? Like, how does this work? And why is OnlyFans the thing that popped off as opposed to other things like Snapchat? Right. And what I learned is that when you subscribe to a girl on OnlyFans, let's say you pay 10 bucks to see her account. You can only really see what's on her wall. You can't see everything else or, or when you privately message them. So they can send private message and in the private message, they have a video or whatever mm -hmm. and you pay a certain amount to unlock it. I think the most you can do now because of that one girl, Bella, whatever, Bella Thorne, Thorn, that basically broke uh, only fans think she got two million in a week so they ended up putting a cap 
um, making it only a hundred dollars per per photo on the um, direct messages. And the reason they did that is because she made it seem like she was naked and she wasn't. Right. She basically made it seem like she was naked, sent people DMs, they opened it, and it was for like 300, 400, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was something that she could have just posted on Instagram, right? Right, right. But I mean, a lot of girls don't do nudes on, on OnlyFans. There's a lot of girls that do implied nudes. Right. Or like just exclusive content. What really made OnlyFans different from Snapchat is that when you send a message, you can mass message that shit to everybody. On Snapchat, you can only do it one per person. Mm. Do you think uh, OnlyFans is going to die off or do you think it's only going to get bigger? Mm, I don't know, honestly. It's such a new thing and so many girls are doing it. I think it's there's going to be a lot more regulate. It's like any other platform, bro. You know, with YouTube, with fucking Facebook, even Instagram soon that's going to start monetizing. If you're one of the first ones to make money off that shit, you're going to make a lot of money. And then eventually, I mean, there's still going to be people making a lot of money, but majority of the people will not. It's going to be a lot less. And even the people making a lot of money are going to be making way less compared to what they used to make. Yeah, that's always the case. I want to take a bartending class. Do you? Yeah. I've gotten addicted to making drinks like good ones, you know? That will be nice. But you're not a drinker, so it wouldn't be beneficial really to you. Well, I mean, yeah, but sometimes, you know, like when I have some friends over, I'll just call you too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah. think about it, man. Like if you just knew how to make good ass drinks and you just tested everything to see which one you really like. But hey, man, um, I'm not an alcoholic. See, I never said you were, but now you're kind of scaring me and I think you are. No. Or at least I'm leaning towards that. Why would you say such a thing? Because you, I literally didn't say anything and you said, hey, I'm not an alcoholic. That <laughs> makes me worried. That's like me saying like, hey, I'm not a crackhead <laughs> and be completely serious. And you're like, hold on. Have you tried crack before? <laughs> Nick, how come every time I film you, you always act extra? I guess I just learned how to become a character in front of a camera and I can't turn it off anymore. Yeah, bro. Like, you can't be your authentic self. Literally, this podcast is the only thing that you have out that shows your authentic self. No, that's not true. Sometimes, here's the thing. No, your stories are not who you are, bro. No, sure, sure. My stories are not who I am, but there's a lot of times where you capture moments where it's who I am, where I'm just being a dick. Right, in my vlogs, but not the stuff you put out. No, yeah, the stuff that I put out is, is never me but that's always kind of been the case if it's like the vlog i don't film myself like that if somebody's capturing the moment then that's great it's amazing i can i can do something i can either be a dick which is funny or just be an exaggerated version of myself which could be funny that's i guess why i do it so i want to be entertainment you need to hire a cameraman that can just follow you around and film you yeah but there's a difference man i just have a different level of comfort with you it wouldn't be the same plus now that i'm paying the guy there's going to be all sorts of pressure on this guy to really you know make sure that he captures his moment and shit so that's kind of like it won't feel authentic it won't feel natural what are you best at out of everything that we do what would you say you're best at if it had to come down to it, I guess I would say directing because I know what I want in the vision. Sometimes it might not come exactly how I want it, but when I write it, I have a vision. So I guess bringing it together. I don't think I'm 
specifically great at anything, mm. but overall, I think I'm a great filmmaker. But I don't think I'm specifically amazing at one thing, which is something that I strive to become better at. Yeah. What's the best compliment you've ever received? I receive good compliments all the time from it's just it could be the randomest thing, bro. It's just from people that I look up to, you know, to me and you. It's not even that big a deal because we know these people, but I still since the beginning, like, for example, Marlon, Marlon Webb, that was in our last podcast. Uh, I released a video recently and he just texted me individually like, yo, that was fucking amazing. Like, keep doing your shit. Yeah. That type of stuff is like, damn, that's dope as fuck because Marlon's one of the people that I've looked up to since the beginning of this shit, way years before I met him. Right. And then now that we're in a position where we're friends with him and he still feels that way about my own content, I still love his content. Same thing with with your opinion and Larry's opinion. I hold your guys' opinion to a high regard because we've been working at this for such a long time. So you keep me on my toes. Like, you know that, like, "Mm, this isn't the best shit that you've done. And that truthfulness is a lot better than somebody just giving you, like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was dope. But they don't really know your best potential. And I do think we inspire each other by, like, just trying to write the best story ever, you know? And just breaking down that puzzle on set, you know, like solving problems. Yeah, honestly, yeah, all the time. Because we have a vision, but there's so much fucking obstacles that get in the way of your vision coming to life. Just talking about on set, because even before on set, you have to get the script ready and then we, we send it to one another, see what we think, and then we might throw in some ideas or whatever the case. Oh, yeah, it's got to be solid on paper before we even pick up a camera. Exactly. And then after that, we have to see who's going to be in the skit. And then we have to find the location and we have to choose the time, make sure everybody's in the right thing. If it has to be some props we have to go out and get the props so there's so much different shit sometimes we might not really necessarily spend anything in the video because we've already invested into our equipment but sometimes like in the last kit uh that we shot we have to spend some money because it's just some props that we don't fucking have now we get into actual production and there's so many fucking problems to solve during production there's so much shit bro but that's kind of the fun part like really figuring everything out At least, like, to me, like, okay, like, I have this vision in my head. How the fuck are we going to make this what I think? And sometimes it comes out better than what you thought. Yeah, yeah. Because you get inspired at the the heat of the moment. And I also feel like this is all practice. This is all practice for the next thing, whether it's the next skit and eventually a series. I just want to be able to collab with, like, major fucking celebrities, bro. That would be so fucking sweet. Just getting them to be part of our skits. Hell yeah. Like Will Smith. I would love to have Will Smith. Or imagine having like Robert Downey Jr., you know, like on our skit. Like that would be so fucking epic. That would be so epic, bro. Sure, I want to have brand deals with the right brands that I believe in. But I don't necessarily care about that. Sure, I want to keep my content clean, but I don't also care about that. I still want to keep it authentic and true to myself. I curse. I say cuss words. There is nothing that could substitute something happening and you say oh fuck you know what i mean like just that the the feel of that gary v talks about leaving a lot of money on the table because of his explicit content yeah and i think it's fine i think if you're true to yourself there's still going to be so much more opportunities just because this brand didn't want to do something with you this other one will or there's going to be something up more in the future up front bro 
and more aligned with your vision as well. Exactly. You always want to have leverage. Exactly. Because now if you create some content that, you know, walks the fine line and you have a clean cut brand over here and they ask you to create content for them, you're going to have to create that clean type content. And it's going to be harder for you to create because you don't necessarily think that way originally or, or, or naturally. What's the best thing about your life right now? That I have control to do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do. Yet I choose to spend my time to create videos and create content and work on my future. Do you feel like you have more time to work on your own stuff now? Yes, for sure. A lot more time. Is it a good feeling? It is. It's a great feeling. Sometimes it could be overwhelming because even just besides working on content, I just want to work on myself as a person from fitness to reading to learning things, even to watching things and learning from watching movies and series. And how did this inspire people? People are talking about this. I have to watch this so I can know what people are talking about. There's so many different aspects that you can learn. I've been wanting to catch up on uh, classic movies just to really get inspired by these, like what made these movies so great. I've actually been catching up and watching all the Saw movies. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. That shit's inspiring as fuck, bro. Jigsaw was a hell of a fucking villain. Yeah, well, he was. And it's crazy how, if you really think about it, I mean, sure, they, they get crazier and crazier and crazier. But the first Saw, they didn't really spend that much money compared to a crazy Hollywood movie. Barely any locations. Exactly. The return must have been massive at the time. It's crazy how there's really never any major actors. It's just some unknown actors, but the story's there. But a movie like that can make someone's like acting career. Right. I've been watching Daredevil on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. I don't really like superhero content, to be honest, but I love Batman and the Daredevil is actually kind of on that level where it's more of a grounded noir type vibe. There's no real like superpowers and crazy shit. You know what I mean? Less sci-fi. Exactly. It feels like this could really be happening today in real life. That's what I like about it. Speaking of which, have you seen the new Batman trailer? Yeah, with the guy from Twilight. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Yeah, it looked cool. Fuck, Marty. Fuck, Marty. Damn, you just ruined my boner, bro. Why, you liked it? Fuck yeah. I love Batman. That's my superhero. But you think it's going to be better than a Christopher Nolan film? I don't, but that trailer hyped me the fuck up because I haven't, I don't know, this whole damn pandemic, I haven't been in the movies in a while, and I will drive to wherever the hell I need to go to watch that new Batman. But apparently they only filmed 25% of it, and that's what they got with the trailer you should go to a drive-in theater it was a pretty cool experience i've been to a drive-through it's cool but i don't know i just i want to sit down inside of a theater with the reclining seats order some food type vibe you know what i mean oh fuck he's speaking the truth right now i miss those days that sounds so good watch a good ass movie ah pre-pandemic life i don't even know when all this stuff is really gonna necessarily go back to normal you know with the whole masks and everything i i honestly feel like there's going to be a lot of the things that are built from here on out are going to keep a global pandemic in mind in the future because there's going to be more let's be real has your goals for like the next five years changed since the pandemic not really no it's still the same yeah it's still the same it's crazy that these fucking 
influencers online become millionaires before the age of fucking 25 yeah for sure but hey bro we're we're on our way dude i'm excited about the rest of this year the upcoming year i'm just excited about the future bro what's one thing that bothers you the most about the world today how everybody just has a fucking excuse and uses something else as like an excuse to leverage themselves in an argument can you give me an example bro when people talk about why they can't achieve their goals they're quick to blame whatever the fuck and they're never majority of people will never blame themselves and say nah it's me i haven't done this or i haven't done that i've made excuses exactly exactly people are quick to make an excuse whether it's oh my parents or this or that i have a shitty life or i have a shitty car whatever bro you're making excuses while you're making excuses somebody else that's not making an excuse is getting ahead of you well said nick what about you buddy i hate the fact that we have to pay taxes i think it's complete theft they can already print money anytime they want now they want a piece of our earned labor i'm okay with paying taxes at a certain fucking amount not this ridiculous shit that they got going on here even then bro like why do they own the world I feel you on that too. And I've, I've researched places in the world that you actually own the land. You don't have to pay property taxes because that's another thing. You buy the fucking land and you don't pay property taxes. Guess what? They take your fucking land and that's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. You paid for the fucking land. Yeah, but that's the thing, bro. It's like governments are businesses that have been here before us. So they basically established like oh these borders right here are ours whatever you want to do you gotta comply to our jurisdiction exactly fucking bullshit man which famous person would you like to be uh best friends with see i would love to say like neymar <laughs> that would be cool as fuck that would be friends awesome. with him. That would be awesome. That would be so fucking dope. Yeah, honestly, I, I think I'd have to say Neymar because I was I was kind of going on like, who who can I be best friends with on a film level? You know what I mean? But You don't have to, though. Just Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just have fun with Neymar. Fuck yeah. I mean, plus, I think he's into stuff that you are as well. Plus, you guys, like, what, are the same age, right? I think so, yeah. I think he's 27 as well. I think it would be cool being, like, close friends with Justin Bieber. He has a whole different perspective on life. He's been through a lot of shit. Yeah, for his age, he's been through a shit ton. Who would be your second pick? It would have to be somebody around our age. I'd love to say somebody like Will Smith, but... Ooh, I know someone. Who? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf would be dope. He he has a crazy... Honestly, I prefer Shia LaBeouf over JB. Shia LaBeouf just has a crazy-ass perspective, and he's more in the filmmaking realm. Yeah. Okay, Nick, I think I'm done with you. Um, I think that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Uh-Oh podcast with Nick and Stupid uh nick stupid marty there. yeah no, no nick and no. stupid I marty didn't say that. shut the fuck up marty. <laughs> shut the fuck up shut the fuck up don't don't talk i'm doing the outro right now guys thank you so much for listening into the uh-oh podcast with nick and marty it's stupid marty <laughs> <laughs> guys follow us on instagram at uh-oh marty and at uh-oh nick if you want to watch our sketches head over to youtube.com slash uh-oh monkey tv and if you want to cop some merch, you know, we got hats, we got shirts, we got tank tops, we got a mask for you to use like a neck gaiter and uh, just head over to uh-oh merch.com. 
Soon enough, we're going to have, uh-oh, dildos and uh-oh, crack pipes just for you guys. I think that would actually sell a lot. I, I wouldn't want to sell that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Deuces. <laughs>